0: In today's show, we're looking at fantasy basketball sleepers. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On fantasy Basketball. If you missed it, Earlier today, I did a show talking about the John Wall news in Houston. So go check that out. It's like 10 minutes or so. So you can check that out on YouTube. You can check it out on the audio feed as well, just to hear my thoughts on that John Wall scenario. Now, what we're doing today is looking at sleepers. Those of you who play in points leagues, I appreciate you clicking on the video and downloading the podcast. This is no relevance to you, right? Let it play through. Let the video play through in the background, mute it, whatever. We will do an absolute separate podcast show video for points league sleepers. This is not that. This is for standard category leagues. If your league includes free throws made, three-point percentage, double-doubles, triple-doubles, field goals made, um, whatever other offensive rebounds, this is not applicable you know, to you on the whole. I can't go and do it. Here's a sleeper for your random category setup. That's why we have Basketball Monster. So you can put in all your different categories and ha- see how everyone, this is how everyone shapes up. This is basically like, this is how things work for a standard sort of format giving you an idea of players who might be ranked a little bit too low in my opinion but that can change depending on what your category settings are again if you're in a points league this does not apply to you you get some there will be there's some crossover on these guys absolutely for sure but it is not tailored to points leagues there will be a separate points league sleeper show cannot stress that enough let's talk sleepers get straight into it we'll start with Yahoo we'll go to ESPN later in the show so let's go, um, let's go and have a look here at uh, the old Yahoo point guard sleepers. This guy, Fred Van Vliet, um, it's just too low. There's, there's no way he should be sitting in that position. Van Vliet is currently ranked 29th on Yahoo with an ADP of 31. So that always strikes me is when I see a sleeper sitting there who's ranked too low, and then I see his ADP even lower, I go, Phew, people are really, really sleeping on this bloke. He was 24th last year. And you know these field goals are bad. You're going to have to punt them. So that brings him up even higher. To me, he's an absolute no-brainer. Second-round player. Like, absolute no-brainer for Fred VanVleet. And you're getting him here mid-third round. In most competitive leagues, I'm guessing, he's going to go earlier than this. But you might see him fall. That's what this is an indication of. I think Drew Holiday is also a little bit low. He's at 44 on the Yahoo ranks. His ADP is 42. So he's going a little bit higher than that. But last year, he ranked 26th per game. Played 32 minutes a night. Now, there might be some fatigue issues coming back from the Olympics, and I've dropped him down a little bit from where he was last year, but I still think that instead of a fourth-round player, you're looking at him as being a third-round guy. I don't really see him in that 44 range. is too low to me for Drew Holiday. Really good defensive guard. um, who hit his threes at a really high rate, scores well, gets nice assists. No problem. Alonzo Ball. um, It is an interesting scenario for how things are going to work there in Chicago, but I, I think you've got plenty of room to play around here. He's ranked 57th on Yahoo with an ADP of 57. Last year, he was 46th in 32 minutes a night. And I thought Van Gundy actually went a little bit low on the minutes played for Lonzo. So I could see that jumping up pretty significantly. He's not 24 yet. The scoring's not going to be high, but that doesn't matter. That's not his role. Rebounds, assists, steals, block shots. These percentages have improved. I-, I like him in the fourth round sort of range rather than here, which is you know, pushing up towards the end of the fifth. D'Angelo Russell, the injury risk is a real problem there, but Yahoo's got him at 78. It's too low to me. Uh, His ADP is at 77, so about the same area. It's just, it's too low. I think that with the premium that you need to be putting on assists, if you're looking for that category, they're hard to find. If you are punting assists, it is a very, very viable strategy. Russell also works really well in a punt free throw setting because that's not one of his strongest categories. In fact, he can be miserable there, but he also contributes to points, threes, and assists, which sometimes you can be lacking in that sort of build. To me, he's like a 50 to 60 guy, not a 70 to 85 guy where that current rank has him. There, there is worry with the way he's been injured over the past, but I think there's a lot of room there. And I also think the same thing goes for Kemba Walker, who's ranked 79th on Yahoo, and he's got an ADP of 84. The injuries are a worry for sure. But last year, in the last two months of the season, he was the 40th ranked player on a per-game basis, and he played most games. He started playing back-to-backs last year. Tom Thibodeau is not going to go completely easy. And I really don't think that Thibodeau is going to say, you know what we'll do, guys? Everyone just plays 25 minutes. Rose, quickly, Walker. Like, he just split all your minutes. He'll go. Kemba is the best guy here. And I know that Derek Rose stands, who will be watching this video, will comment here. Derek Rose is a better player than Kemba Walker. I'm sorry, but he's not. But I know you think that. Kemba's going to have pretty good minutes. He's going to play back-to-backs. He will miss some time with his injury. But again, 79. Yeah, he is... He's got legitimate top fifty upside on a per game basis, and you're getting him in the sixties. He's still twenty spots of value, so some real value. I think you're yeah, popping up there for Kemba Walker in this scenario. This might sound familiar to you. You watch your live sports in one spot, you watch your TV shows in another area, you watch your highlights on your phone, and then you get the login from one of your mates uh, across the road for a different um, for a different situation. Like that's that's too much stuff. It's too much clutter. It's too much confusion. Nobody wants to have to deal with that much confusion in their life. And that's why there is a solution to bring everything you like all together in one place. And that is called Direct TV Stream. Direct TV Stream brings all of your live TV and on-demand favorites together in one place like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TV shows all in one place. No more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with direct TV streams. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Okay. So let's uh, let's have a look now at what else we've got going on here. And for some reason, my screen is just not responding. And I don't know why that is. We'll figure that out in a second. That's all right. No, we're, we're good. We're just, we're just dealing with some issues. We're good. We're back in action. All right. Let's look at some um, uh, some more point guard sleepers. I think Darius Garland at 74 with an ADP of 76 is crazy to me. Again, top 40 upside for Garland. You'll see there's these three point guards here. Kemba, um, D'Angelo, Russell, and Garland all going in the 70s. And I think that you you want to jump on those guys a little bit earlier. Garland, I think, probably is going to be the best fantasy player on this Cavs team. Yeah, worst case, I think he's like 60, 65th ranked player. He was 84th last year, but really came on at the end of the last season. I think there is value in getting him. People aren't going to be falling all over themselves to get Darius Garland, so you can get him here in round six or round seven and I think get a lot of value there. If we want to go towards the end of a draft where I think that you get all those point guard sleepers there that I mentioned, and I guess we could talk you know, sleepers. If you want to talk at the top of the draft, you know, James Harden's got an ADP of eight on Yahoo. Like that is a sleeper. Steph Curry's ranked sixth on Yahoo. That is a sleeper because they're, they're top three or top four players. And while it's only a couple of spots, that is important. Um, towards the end of a draft, Josh Giddey, they got at 136 with an ADP of 145. Oh, it's a little bit of a sleeper. I wanted to mention it here. I think there's a chance that he can get to like 110. I probably wouldn't pick him there, but there is some value in that. De'Anthony Melton's ranked 189th the wave pool. Um, Love him as a last-round pick. Don't know exactly what Jenkins is going to do, but there has been a little bit of runway cleared for him to get more minutes. He also doesn't have an ADP, so no one's even bothering with him. So I like that as a last-round pick. And then Reggie Jackson, who's ranked 170th. He's going to be the Clippers' starting point guard, unless John Wall gets bought out and goes to the Clippers, which is one location I can actually see happening. Um, but Jackson at 170 could easily return top 120 value this season. He's getting drafted 137, and I still think there's value in getting Reggie in uh, in that portion of the draft. So some really interesting later round guys for point guards over there on Yahoo for fantasy basketball. Let's look at some shooting guard options now. Uh Bradley Beal, it's insanity to me that he's ranked 16th. His ADP is 15. He is a first-round guy. I talked about that on the Wizards Fantasy show yesterday. He shouldn't be getting outside the top 12. That is an absolute steal to me. And then Kyrie Irving. You might say Kyrie Irving's a point guard. He is not. He is a shooting guard now. James Harden is the point guard. I know they're both listed as point guard, shooting guard eligible players, but this is how I decided to designate it on today's show. Irving is ranked 19th. Um, ADP 20. He was a top 10 per game player. I think sixth per game last year. In totals last year, he was the 11th ranked player. Oh, He just goes, he just misses time all the time. You never know when he's going to be there. He was still the 11th ranked player in totals. Like, I I think the, well, when his sibling has a birthday, he's just not going to play. Like, that is just absolute bullshit, right? That is 100% bullshit. That is not why Kyrie Irving missed that time. He got fined for attending a birthday party without a mask, which was absolutely ridiculous and stupid of him. And he deserved to be fined. And he lost like a million dollars because of that. Totally deserved. But that is not why he took time off. Right, so to, to think... Kyrie is a different guy, for sure. I respect him a lot. um, And I'm not all that worried about drafting him. And getting him at 20, I think is massive theft. The narrative around him is, uh, it's definitely pushed too far. I think uh, when we look at Goose, Anthony Edwards. Goose is ranked 67th. I don't know exactly why. Now, last year, he was 101st, but he was like top 30 down the stretch, top 40 at worst down the stretch. I think that you're looking at him. I wouldn't let him get outside the top 50 personally. His ADP is coming in. is at number 58. I wouldn't let him outside the top 50. At that turn of the fourth round, he's a really, really good spot for for Goose. um, And I think he's going to have a big year. Tyrese Halliburton, I think, is um, a little bit underrated as well. Not massively, but enough there. He's at 59 on Yahoo!. I think there's a little bit of value in getting him. Um, Yeah, probably as a top 50 player. Not as high on him as, say, like the Edwards steal there. And then Cade Cunningham is at 83. Cade's a a tougher one to me, uh, much like Giddy. Uh, It's hard for me. I I put this here just because I think he's going to be better than 83rd this year. His ADP is 68, so it's already coming in. I think he's going to be better. I think he's got a chance at top 50 this year. I would never draft him there. Um, even at 68, it's probably too high for me to draft him. But I, I want to mention it, that his current rank at 83, I just don't think he gets that... I, I'm sorry, I don't think he gets that low. I think he is much higher than that during the season and he will exceed that number. But having the stones to do it on a rookie, especially when there might be struggles early and we, and we just don't know, it is a tough pill to swallow at times. But I think he's worth mentioning. This one is... Well, not this one, actually. Buddy Healed at 94 um, with an ADP of 78. A lot of times when you see big discrepancies between rank and ADP, this means there's been a change to rank. So Buddy Heald looks like has been dropped down in the rankings. He could get traded and that might lessen his value. But I think at 94, there is tremendous value in him. And one of the best ones on the board is the Padawan, Colin Sexton. Yahoo's got him at 100. His ADP is 79. So I don't know if that means that all users on Yahoo are looking at that and going, that's ridiculous and we're going to draft him 20 spots higher or they've actually dropped him in their rankings. To me, he is like, he's not top 30 upside, but he's just rock solid in that 65 to 75 range. I don't really see what's changing for Colin Sexton there. I think uh, Storm and Norman Powell, ranked 95, has some value. ADP is 97. You worry a little bit about the shooting, but I think he's got value to exceed that by about 10 spots. Ivan Fournier is at 117, and much like what I talked about later on or earlier on with uh, um, Kemba Walker in the Knicks, Fournier is going to play a big role. In, uh, in New York, and he was a top 90 player last season. I think he was actually... And that was based on some really shit uh, Boston numbers as well. He was 86 there yeah, um, and played only 30 minutes a night, and I think he can beat those numbers pretty easily and, and beat that ranking. And then Nikhil Alexander-Walker, this one will come in. He's at 127 ranked. He's 124th ADP. To me, he's a top 100 guy. I think no, we'll find out more in preseason. I think he's going to start. He's going to take shots. He's going to be pretty good, and I think if you get him at 127 which is like 11th round, uh, you should feel pretty good about yourself. It's probably not going to happen, but if it does happen, you should feel uh, feel pretty pleased about that. Some more shooting guards to talk about now. I think Jalen Suggs at 113 is really interesting. I think he should be able to crack the top 100 this season and you can get him in those later rounds. Farton Will Barton at 133. Interestingly, Barton's uh, ADP is actually lower than this at 146. I think Barton has a real... I don't think he will, but he's got a real chance to crack the top 100. And, yeah, as a player who's going to take on a lot of usage with Jamal Murray gone, I don't see why we're letting him slide as much as the, but we are. Um, can get assists, can score, can hit threes. Uh, there's a lot to um, there's a lot to talk about there. Malik Beasley, 176. Now, I don't think Beasley's is going to be anywhere near, near as good as he was last season. But I also don't... The 176 puts him out of standard league discussions. That's insane to me. To me, that 134 ADP is all right. I'd probably look at him at maybe 100, 120, but 176 is crazy. The Spur Duncan Robinson's at 161. Really, he's just a three-point guy, and he's not worth considering for points leagues, but we're not talking points leagues here. His ADP's at 131, which makes a little bit more sense. And the same goes for Dylan Brooks, who's at 164 with an ADP of 135. These are guys you should be looking at in round 11 rather than you you're know, letting them slide onto the waiver wire in a 12-team league, which is what that rank would suggest. So there are a couple of guys that you can have a look at in those later rounds who are going to be available down the bottom of a draft that can help specific teams for specific needs. If one of your specific needs is finding the best tasting protein bar ever, well, I found it for you. It is Built Bar with amazing flavors like raspberry, cookies and cream, orange, mint brownie, salted caramel. You're never going to go wrong getting your hands on a Built Bar, but they are not just delicious. They are delicious, but they're not just delicious. They're healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, and 130 to 180 calories per bar. That is a fantastic nutritional profile. So we've got great taste, check. We've got healthy, check. Saving money, also check, because you can save 15% off by using the promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. So go to built.com. Fill your card up with all of the amazing Built Bar flavors. And then when you go to check out, use the promo code LOCKED15 and you save 15%. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you can receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100 from football, basketball, boxing, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. online are your online sportsbook experts. All right. Let's look at some small forward sleepers. This show is going much longer than I anticipated. So we'll, let, maybe we'll speed it up. Small forward sleepers. Paul George at number 20 is ridiculous. To me, a first round guy at worst, pick 13. Don't know why he's at 20. I think that's actually been updated. I think he was at 26 initially. And they've brought him in. Still not high enough, but uh, brought him in. He was 19th last year and now there's no Kawhi Leonard. So you figure that out. No, no reason for him to go at 20. Jimmy Butler at 24. Now, Butler was the eighth ranked player last season. I do not expect that to continue. But I also think 24 is too far down. There is some injury risk, for sure, and then some steals regression risk, yes. But middle of the second round versus the last pick in the second round is what I'm looking at. Um, Then we'll look at Jalen Brown. JB, you've done it again. He's at 39. Um, There is no Kemba Walker for him this season, obviously. Last year, Jalen Brown was the 29th ranked player. So he's ranked at 39 and ADP at 39. Doesn't make a ton of sense. I think third round really comfortably. Top 35, very comfortably for Jalen Brown this season. And those numbers don't make a ton of sense. Um, But what about Scarf? O.G. Stop, OG. Uh, You better stop, OG. Now I've told you to be careful with OG Ananobi in terms of the steal rate inflating ranking numbers, but at 64 on Yahoo with an ADP of 62, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Last year, he was 47th, right? We're expecting him to get worse than that in a situation where he is gonna get more usage most likely. I think that you look at him in that fourth round range, maybe third. Don't go into the top thirty. Remember, the steals is really important to to weigh that influence of those low volume categories. But really, that's that's tremendous value. And also, I think Gordy Haywood, who comes in at uh, at number sixty nine, giggity. We all, let's be honest, we all come in number sixty nine. He's at number sixty nine. His ADP is number seventy. There is an injury risk with Haywood. He does always seem to get nicked up, but these are not recurring problems. It's like a broken hand or a sprained ankle or a foot problem. And I tend to be not more cavalier, but I tend to be a little bit more um, lenient when looking at those sort of injuries. Because I go, well, is it just bad luck? Like, is someone destined by the gods to always trip up and break something? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just a shit run of luck. And we've seen shit runs of luck be, you know, Chris Paul, not have problems for two years. This this stuff happens. So I'm I'm not, if it's, you know, you've got a degenerative knee problem and it's always going to be the same knee, then I have more worries. But you know, for Hayward, especially when you can get maybe two rounds of value by getting him a pick 70, I'm okay with being able to do that. Let's look at some more small forwards now. Johnny Isaac's ranked 285. Obviously that's insane. His ADP's at 130 and even I, I think that's too low. I don't know what the plan is for Isaac. I do think he sits back to backs. I think he'll be some limited minutes but, you know, you're getting him at 130. What's that, round 11? The end of round 10? No, it's round 11, isn't it? It's oh, crazy. This guy, on a per-game basis, could easily be a top 50 player. He probably won't be, but he could easily be. And top 100, it should be an absolute pissing. Like, absolute pissing. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovic, 121. Really started out last season poorly with, with some bad shooting, but turned it around as the season went on. And while he's not particularly sexy... In that 100 to 105, 95 to 105 range, I think it's fine. Scoring nice, good threes, good uh, good points, good free throw percentage. All that stuff works out pretty well. I look at Danny Green. He's at 177. And the reason I want to highlight that is just saying he's not a draftable 12-team league guy. And I understand if you don't want to draft him. But he does provide 12-team league value by getting steals and blocks. Now, if you don't need those and he's not draftable, 177 puts him way out of that discussion, and I think he needs to be at least in the discussion. Nick Batum's at 259, happy to take him in the last round. And then Terry Ross. I don't know what Ross's future is, but I do think that 208 is too far down. It's just too low for Terrence Ross. He should be someone that we look at that we can take at least in a 14-team league and maybe a back-end 12-team, at the very least a streamer. But 208 is just, uh, it's just too far down for Terry. I, I don't think he should be anywhere near that low. Uh, on the list, let's look at power PowerFord. Did you know that over the last three months of last season, Draymond Green was a top 20 player? Bet you didn't. Do Did you also know that he shot like 86% from the free throw line over that time? I didn't until I looked that up, until someone called, pointed it out on Basketball. One. like, hey, you got Draymond projected for free throws really high. And I didn't like click as to why that was. and I had to look and he was like at 86%. He shot 795 from the line last year. Um, Draymond was the 37th ranked player last year. Oh, okay, Clay Thompson's coming back. Do you think that Draymond was that high Because of his usage? No. Maybe James Wiseman playing impacts Draymond's value because he plays less at center. But if the Warriors want to win, Draymond needs to play more at center. 58 is insanity. Now, dealing with him in a fantasy league can be tough because of the lack of points. Maybe you need to be punting that category, but 58 is too low. Bob Covington, perennially underranked. He's at 106. His ADP is 86. Oh, he was so shit last year, guys. He was terrible. He killed us. He was so... So bad, couldn't hit anything. He was the 72nd ranked player. Yes, there are problems with consistency and problems with field goal percentage for Covington. But outside the top 100 is batshit insane. Like, there's just no, no excuse for that. PJ Washington Jr. is at 96. I think he's got 75, top 75 upside. There is a little bit of a worry about how it all works with Mason Plumley there, but they don't have any backup center at all. So he's going to play a lot of his minutes at center, which is great. Larry Nance is at 146, probably coming off the bench in Portland, but 30 minutes he gets inside the top 100 easy. I don't think he plays 30 minutes. 146 tells me he's a last round flyer. I happily get him in round 11. I happily get him there. And then Jay Crowder. Similarly, I look to him as a last round sort of player. His rank is 194th, which takes him out of 14 team league discussions. He's a must roster 14 teamer. And he's a guy you can look at in 12 teams. Maybe it's not that exciting, but he is a guy that you can look at in that, uh, in that area of a draft. Let's go to some center options now over on Yahoo. Um, Karl-Anthony Towns at number nine. I I think you're looking at Towns in the top five to me. Number nine is too far down. Um, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Gobert's at 37. I honestly cannot tell you why. It, It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Gobert last year, was 30th before you punted free throw percentage. If you punt free throws, he's like 15th, right? So what do we... And he played 31 minutes only. So even if we look at a bit of block regression, why is he sitting at 37? 29 ADP makes more sense. But if you wanted to take him in round two, I don't think there's a problem with Gobert in round two. It's got to be in the right structure on a team. Um, Bunch of these centers here. Yusuf Nurkic... um, no question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. He's ranked 72nd. He'll be top 50 on a per-game basis. I feel pretty confident. I don't know exactly how Chauncey Billups is going to run up, but Nurkic was firing up towards the end of last season, finally, after he got healthy, which is great news. And then, um, yeah, then we've got uh, Elf Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming glass. Now, Yahoo had Isaiah Stewart at like 120. So you can see his ADP is at 116. But then they've updated their rankings and they put him at 82. I think 82 is still too too low. I think he's in the 60s yeah, when you're looking at centers. I think if he plays 30 minutes a night, he probably cracks the top 50. I really, really like what he can do this season. And 82 is still not high enough. And then Yuka Pertle at 107. The free throws are, can be an issue for sure. But he's going to get the bulk of those minutes at center. He's going to put up pretty good rebound numbers, good field goals, good blocks. I think there's a bit of upside in his scoring, but yeah, he's a top 100 center. And Because when you get to this area, there's not that many centers around. He's the guy that you're going to have to reach for. So he's going to have to go a little bit higher than that. That doesn't make a lot of sense to have him that low. I think Mason Plumlee worth mentioning. He's at 141 on Yahoo. I think he's maybe like 120-ish, 110, 125, that sort of area. You get a couple of rounds of value, probably a starting center in Charlotte. He can be frustrating at times. He can also put up top 100 numbers. And then LaMarcus Aldridge. I say this because he's 242nd. He doesn't have an ADP. I think that there is every chance that he starts this season. And people will be like, they're going to go really easy on him in case his condition flares up. Look, if you've got a heart problem and you you have to retire and then you get clear to come back, they're not clearing you to come back thinking that, well, if you play a few minutes, your heart will be okay. It's either your heart's fine or it's not. That's how I view that. It's not like you can you can play on a limited basis before your heart stops. Like that's not what they're going to do. That That's how, if I was a doctor and if I was a medical professional, which I am, that is how I'd be viewing it. Like you are either, it's, it's, it's either all or nothing. It's binary. You are re- healthy to play or you are not. Not you are healthy to play if you play 15 minutes a night so your heart doesn't stop beating. Like that's not how that works. So while Blake Griffin was successful, I think that Aldridge can come in. And if Aldridge plays 28, look, he was pretty cooked last year. He didn't look great, but he was all right. And I would happily have a look at him as a last round player. And at 242, you can get him in the last round of 14s or 16 team leagues. And I think you should be doing that. I think you should be considering that um, definitely as an option in those rounds. Let's move on to ESPN now and take a look at some sleepers over there. We'll start with uh, point guards again. Lillard's at nine. It's too low. I think there is a real cutoff at number eight. So anywhere in that top eight, probably top six for Lillard is where you want to look at. Um, So nine is too low. Van Vliet at 27, we've discussed already. Uh, LaMelo Ball at 36. I think LaMelo is a pretty clear third round guy. Now, 36 technically is the third round. It's the last pick, but I think that he is like mid-second and could push into the top 20 this year. Remember, LaMelo Ball played 29 minutes a game only last year. So there's already big minutes to go there along with second year improvement. D'Angelo Russell, we've spoken about already. He's at 70 on ESPN and actually getting drafted lower than that at 80. I like that. And then Killian Hayes, 225th on the ranking list. Not saying that Killian should be looked at in the top 100, but as a last-round point guard who's probably going to be the starter, who could average 14 and 6.5 and with 1.6 steals, maybe hit two threes. Fingers crossed does it at higher than 20%, but maybe he can do all this. Um, yeah, happily. Look, 225 is bullshit. Like, happily look at him in the last round of a draft and feel, uh, feel okay about doing that. A couple more point guards we've already mentioned. De'Anthony Melton's at 184 and ESPN, and Reggie Jackson's at 161. And also wanted to mention Jordy Poole, who, at least for the beginning of the season, is probably going to start for the Warriors. He's at 237. I like him as a last-round pick, Jordan Poole. I thought he looked pretty good last year. Solid shooter, good three-point guy. Can pass a little bit more now as well. Good free-throw percentage player. At least worth a flyer, especially in a 14-team league. But 237 is... Um, It's too far down the list. I don't know why uh, he's that far down, especially for the early season performances, which I think he's able to uh, put up. We look at some shooting guard options, some names again similarly. Now, Kyrie's even worse on ESPN. He's at number 29. That's pretty ridiculous. Uh, That's third round. That's ridiculous. It's insanity. You need to draft him there. Goose is at 63. We're happy with that. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton at 80. Tremendous value on getting Halliburton at 80, I think. Um, of course, you have got to mention your mate, Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. Now, Derek White on Yahoo was ranked way too low, and they've brought him in. His rank is now at 62 on Yahoo, and the ADP is still at 98. So you can still get him low, but ESPN hasn't made that adjustment yet. At 81, I think White is good value. And if you look at that, the reason I wanted to highlight this is he's a rank of 81, but an ADP of 103. So people are seeing White at 81, and they're passing on him two times to let him fall to 103. These people are dumb. They should not be passing on him that much. So if you can get him at 80, happy with it. 70, 75, happy. Like top 50 is absolutely in range, not predicting he gets there. Don't think he gets there, but it is in range. And when you're taking these pictures, look at guys, well, what's the floor? How high can they get? If I look at Aaron Gordon and I draft him who just got a new contract today, and if I draft him at 140, I'm not going far out. I think he can actually become top 60. I don't think that. But if I get Derek White at 100, like a top 40. Man, look, there's upside there. Plus, I feel like he's going to beat it in 80% of all alternate variant timelines. He can beat that. And then Yvonne Fournier, similarly, again, 109 on ESPN and his ADP, actually a little bit lower than that at 119. So again, not something that's making a ton of sense to me over there. Some other shooting guards. Kevin Porter's at 115. Talked about him in the show earlier today. Yeah, top 70, top 75 for Category Leagues. I'd be happy to draft him with this news about John Wall. This was already too low. I did this graphic before the John Wall news and that Porter one is way too low. Um, and now it's obviously too low. So yeah, he, he's got value. Uh, Will Barton not ranked on ESPN? Spoke about him already. Dunk Robinson the same, and Terrence Ross. So Dunk Robinson's at 163, and Terrence Ross at 214. Both of those guys remain just way too low from a uh, fantasy ranking perspective over on uh, the old world worldwide leader. Small forwards. Paul George again, more insanity. 26 for Paul George. Why? Well, why? What? What are we doing? Like third round for Paul George? Come on, guys. This is a, a borderline first-round player. I think um, when we look at the thick hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Number 66 is too low. He should be pretty comfortably inside the top 50. You don't really know what we're looking at when we're looking at him at 66. That's unbelievable steal. John Isaac, it's not as outrageous as on Yahoo, but at 104 on a per-game basis, he beats that, but he's sliding to 118, and I'd love to get him at 118. And probably the most absolutely ridiculous ranking on any site, anywhere, ever, probably ever, is Mikael Bridges at 145. Now, I know that they're basing it on points leagues, but his ADP is 128 because they put their points league rankings into their category league drafts. So, right down the list. At worst, he's a top 75 player, Mikael Bridges. At best, he's a top 40 guy. And if you foolishly want to include turnovers in that, look, maybe top 30. There's no way he should be going. And ESPN drafts are a 10-team standard. So 130 players drafted. So they are saying, do not draft Mikhail Bridges. And I am saying, kids, cover your ears. Go fuck yourself because I'm going to draft Mikhail Bridges. It makes no sense not to. That is insane. That is the worst one out there. Absolutely. Do you think there's a worse ranking currently on the board? That's it. That is the worst one that is out there on any site anywhere. Although, although there is one coming up a little bit later in the centres section, which might challenge it. We'll talk about that in a sec. Norman Powell, they got at 117. I don't really understand why he's down that low. We spoke about Storm and Norman already. Maybe he suffers a little bit of a fall off in efficiency numbers, but I think it's still pretty good. Small forward options. Again, we've got uh, Boyan Bogdanovic at 123, who we touched on already. That's really good value. I think the depressed penis at 144, Sadiq Bey. I, I don't have as high a value on him as others do. But if he sniffed the top 100, if he really got in there, yeah, sniffing around, uh, that's not a shock. 144, again, is out of their draftable zone. And it's last round in a 12-team league, pretty much. Yeah, To me, he's a 9th, 10th round player in that 100 to 110 sort of area. The wild thing, Jay Sean Tate is unranked. Big boost with the Kevin Porter news. Uh, the John Wall news, sorry. He should be around that top 100-ish sort of area. Nick Batum's at 220. No Kawhi Leonard. Batum's probably going to beat this 220. Yeah, standing on his head. Like, no problems there whatsoever. And then Calden Johnson. While I'm not as big on Calden as others are because of his lack of assist deals and blocks, low rebounds, poor threes, low efficiency, I'm talking him up, aren't I? But at 172, you gotta, he's got to go higher than that. 140, 135 maybe. you got to look at him at that area, not 172. That that doesn't make um, a gigantic amount of sense to me when, when looking at where Calden Johnson should fit. Let's move on to some power forwards now. Um, Chris Stapps is at 73. I know there is worry about the injuries. I think, and I'm not, I don't think I'm a bold take person. Maybe I am. And I'm not going to guarantee this at all. I think there's a massive chance that Paul Zingas is top 20 per game this year. Massive chance. I don't project him to be there, but I do project him to be top 35 per game and even miss games, maybe top 50. Uh, 73 makes no sense. Nor does Jaron Jackson at 91. I know he missed all of last season, but if he's not top 70, I'll, I will don't know what I'll do. I'll do something. There's no way. 91 makes zero sense, as does the Baptist John Collins at 105. What are we thinking? Again, it, 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 they're doing it on a points league basis. He was not that bad in points leagues last year, but it carries over. He's 90, ADP is 95. This is a guy that can be a top 50 player. He was 61st last year, probably in that same region again this year. There's absolutely no reason for this. Bob Covington, of course, comically low, 132. And this is the thing, Bob Covington's at 132 and his ADP is at 135. So people are seeing him at the list at 132 and going, nah, let's pass. Guys, figure your shit out. Covington, no, 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 no. We do not let him fall that far. And then Larry Nance is at 174. Again, probably in that 110 to 130 range is going to be the right area for Nance uh, this upcoming season. It makes no sense for him to be that low. Let's move into centers now to wrap this up for the show. On ESPN, Yusuf Nurkic is at 85. I spoke about this already. Absolute theft. And he is falling as well to 97. If you can get Yusuf Nurkic at 97, Jesus Christ, your league is not, no idea what they're doing. DeAndre Ayton's at 59. Makes no sense again. Ayton was probably that bad last year. He's actually a little bit better than that, but I expect him to be. But he played like 30 minutes. He'll play 32, I think. He'll step it up. 59. No would No. The Rock DJ. Robbie Williams. DJ. Again, 119th is his rank. This dude... If he plays 30 minutes a night, which he won't because Al Horford's there, but if he did, he's a top 20 player. Give him 25 minutes a night, he should be a top 50 player. You've still got 60 spots of leeway there, 70 spots of leeway at 119. And again, people are looking at him at 119 and going, nah. And he's getting drafted at 125. Nah. Why? Why? Oh my God, Rashawn Holmes at eighty-six is insanity. Top fifty player, I think, is uh, top fifty season for Rashawn Holmes is coming. He's again another one of those players whose ADP is lower at ninety-eight. No, non, absolute nonsense. And here's another one that rivals the Mikael Bridges one. Miles Turner's at one thirty-three. Just tell me you don't know what you're doing. Just don't put those numbers out there. Just tell me you don't know what you're doing. One thirty-three for Miles Turner with an ADP of one twenty-eight. At least people are jumping up a little bit in ESPN leagues. One thirty-three. Let me let, let it sink in again. 133 for Miles Turner. Um, Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Let's go to a couple other ones. Alf Stewart's at 121. Crazy. Dan Gafford's at 149. Also crazy. Gafford can crack the top 100 this year. It is a little bit crowded, but it won't be to begin the season. Insanity for me to be, see Gafford at 149. And then Derek Favors. So again, it might be a three-month thing, but he might be a top 100 player for three months. And he's at 253, meaning don't worry about him 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 team leagues. The only place you can consider Derek Favors is in a 20 team league. And I'll tell you what you should consider if that's your thought process to stop playing fantasy basketball because that's just wrong. It's wrong. Take him with your last pick. See what they do. Maybe they do decide to start Isaiah Roby. 253 is insanity for me for Derek Favors. I think Derek Favors last year. No, maybe I'm wrong on this. Let's look it up. Yeah, last year, As the backup to Rudy Gobert, playing 15 minutes a night, he ranked 226th. So at 253, fair to say, it's foolish. And they are some sleepers. Which one was your biggest sleeper? Which ones did you disagree with? Did you look at me and go, Josh, that's not a sleeper. That's actually right. Tell me what you think. Write it in the comments below. Go check out the John Wall video I did earlier today. And follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on that Odyssey app. Thumb me up ring the notification bell, leave a comment down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.